All right, we back. Everyone needs an Aquarius. This is what I back back. What I turn. First of all, Dom, I need to give you props on the on the uh, shorts. We was jumping out, uh, uh, getting some traction out there in the streets. Uh, shout out to the brother, two brothers trying to holler at you in the in the comments too. Like one dude, uh, did you see it? I saw some of it. I just was like, we like, hey, you become you become like the patron saint now, because <laughs> one dude was like, so you where you when you want to go, like <laughs> when you want like, to go. He said, well, somebody said something kind of crazy where it was just like, I don't know who Shorty is, uh, but I will, uh, like, let's go. Assumption, he said, and I was just like, but he, I said it, it, it came across like he was like trying to call me mediocre a little bit. Yeah, and but then, I was he like, said, then his reply, you like, no, nah, they like that. I'm saying blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, shoot, when we going? <laughs> right. I'm like, it's it's like <laughs> it's so much happening on YouTube in, in the comments. Like I'm looking at some stuff now, and I'm just like, this is just so funny. Like it just it just be so funny to me. Yeah, I love y'all. Like y'all keep yeah, running. No, we love y'all for real. Y'all y'all are delight. Y'all are a delight. Like y'all need and, and y'all need to stop hating on cheesecake. Like and, and stop fronting. Like it's not good. Like I'm, I I didn't I didn't say it was elite. No, but, are, but like I said, are we gonna are y'all gonna front on that brown bread? Are y'all fronting on them drinks? Somebody in the else was in the comments was like, and a happy hour on point. You ain't never lie. You can get a full meal, you can get a drink, two drinks, them sliders, and you at the, the french fries for like two dollars. I don't know if that's still an option. That is all like twelve dollars right there. And you and you and you gonna be full. Stop playing. <laughs> Shit, oh. I ain't gonna sit up here and act like I never did something. I only thing that I don't really mess with like that in my big age no more for real is uh I don't mess with Olive Garden like that. I've been I a long time. Huh? I've been to Olive Garden in a long time. I've been to, I went to I've I had it delivered to my house years ago. And, and I was like, I it was not good at all. Olive Garden is only good if you were there. And I and the one time we tried to go recently, like, uh, and this was like when stuff started to open up again after lockdown. And it was like one of the few places that was kind of open late and we couldn't even get a table. So I was like, uh-uh. Oh, it was that packed in there? It, I, I, I don't know. It wasn't that it was packed. Oh, it's just because you separate the table. Still social distancing. Yeah. I was like, this is a sign um, that I didn't need to eat here no way. And we went and got some hot wings and called it a day. <laughs> well, man, I want to talk about a couple, man. Our own Nelly and Ashanti. Wait, um, hold on. Okay. I just want to say this. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I love y'all. I love everybody. Y'all got to stop sending me voice notes singing. Okay, I'm still getting voice notes every once in a while. It's a song, it's somebody singing. I love y'all. I don't Is he know. Trying to holler? I don't know. It's, I am confusion. I I I don't know the people that y'all think I could plug y'all with. I don't know them. Oh, so this is somebody like trying to like yo put me on? I no, I don't think it's that. I think it's I think it is like I I I think it's maybe a courtship type of way. But it, it it keeps happening from other like multiple outlet people 
y'all gotta stop. It's not the it same person stop. every time. It's not the same person. It's not always the same person. So it gotta stop, y'all. I love y'all, but it gotta stop. Uh, you know what? This reminds me of when <laughs> I was in middle school and I still had a high pitched voice and my voice hadn't changed yet. And I used to try to sing Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk to Girls uh, over the phone. You know, this back in the day, y'all, I don't know, y'all don't even know about this because y'all can see people, but Adama, remember, you used to meet people sometimes and never see what they look like for a while because it's like, hey, I'm going to call you on three way, my homeboy on the other end. Yeah. And I was saying to girls, can we talk uh, Tevin Campbell because I had a, still had a high-pitched voice at the time or uh, Shy's uh, If I Ever Fall in Love Again. And those were my, and maybe that's what they doing. I'm, that's what I'm trying to connect it. Maybe that's what they doing. I don't, I don't know what they doing, but what I must, what I do know is that it got to stop. <laughs> voice notes. How long are these uh, voice notes? Do you want to hear some of it? No. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Live, okay. This is live podcasting at this finest right here. <laughs> like on the fly. Okay. This ain't our life. This ain't how we supposed to be. I can change it. You know I would. <laughs> somebody else's joint over the top of Joe, uh, all the things your man won't do or something. <laughs> no, not that nigga. <laughs> but I'm saying he got a, this is a fully produced song. He went in the studio and recorded this and had this recorded and they gave you the live no, version. He said that's a freestyle in his car. No, so I no, guess no, no, he no. had the beat like because I yes. No, we're gonna talk offline about this. This is no, I'm making up this story for this brother. I'm I'm coming up with my own scenario in my mind. Shout out to Matt from the scenario. We come up with these. This brother wrote the song, had it pre-recorded, then did a live version of you to show you how much he liked you. He was like, I'm gonna kick it live for you. Just like you, Michael Bivens, outside of a bus, and your okay. name, your name, your group is Boys the Men. Sir. Motown no. Philly. I put it on the podcast page, the Whiskey Sour page. So supposedly the song Ooh Ah was pre-written already. That's what they did in front of Michael Bivens. That's what he did right there from Boys the Men. Boys the Men did that. If y'all want to hear the rest of the song, go to the Whiskey Sour podcast yeah, page oh. and then swipe. I, I say you gotta stop brother. sending me these voice notes and swipe. And then... feel, you do your thing, brother. Send some more. That's the way you get her. That's uh, get her. Hey, anyway, Nelly and Ashanti speaking of music. <laughs> Yo, I kind of like them with all this shit, though, man. And I'm not a cat that get caught up in that stuff. But now I'm starting to see the game change on them where people are starting to hate on them. Okay. 
See, that's okay. where I'm getting now. I'm, that's where it's kind of flipping. If you, if that makes sense, where it's like, oh, it's cute. Now people getting tired of seeing that. Well, I, I, well, what's happening, what I'm seeing a lot of on my feed is people are saying, go ahead and spin the block. Yeah. You know, uh, because you, because you, you know, you might not have been ready for that first time. So spin the block, you know, and I'm, and I believe that people can grow and change. And my only concern is this. Why did it take all of this for Nelly to claim her? Because remember when they first dated, he would never claim Ashanti and she would never like, I guess that was their thing, but it was like, y'all go everywhere together. Y'all everywhere together. But no, nah, that's just my home girl. Oh, that's, but you got to remember that was in that time period. Cause remember Jay-Z didn't claim Beyonce for till they got married. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. Remember, they were supposed they was together since like 2000. Well, also, it, well, okay, but don't, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I already know where you're going. Where you going? That's not we're not we're not adjudicating that one on this show. <laughs> but I'm saying you set me up all the time. You set me up all the time, and I always walk right into the trap. Why, Dom? Do better. You gotta do better. You we should know this by now. We've been working together. Hey, it's like, like the road runner and the coyote. Where's all that shit it's like it it, it it considering this fact that one of the topics that we're gonna talk about today, that's why that's funny. Yep. But yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't I saw somebody I don't, I don't listen as long the comments. You say what 90 group. I can't wait till they break up so I can laugh at this. I, why? That's what I was like, damn. It's like, yeah, they, they can't be this happy and blah blah blah. And I'm like, damn. But some, I, I think we live in this weird space where people are not really honest about us being in control and our happiness. And we all deserve happiness, especially in these tumultuous times. Like, whatever little pocket full of sunshine that I can get, I'm taking that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so many people, it is really true. Misery does love company and when you get out of certain stuff and you realize like oh this person was like this and you stop fucking with them and your whole life shifts man let them niggas be happy even if it's just temporarily like just let them be happy i think it's also so interesting that we never really saw ashanti kind of never really date anybody else and she could have been because she's ashanti you know it's probably low-key uh, she's more low key with her shit. Where De Nelly is definitely a, a St. Louis nigga and is more flamboyant and flashy <laughs> about what the fuck he got going on. And also, that's how I knew Ashanti's for him. What is she getting for his birthday? What a St. Niggas new St. Louis nigga love. Uh, uh oh, old school. <laughs> that's why I was like, oh, she know her dude. <laughs> she know him. And you know, and I understand that he was with he was with Miss Jackson for like a long time too. Uh, she ain't never given no old school. Yeah, and I and I think I think uh, for me, I you know, and I don't I don't I don't mean to count anybody's pockets, but I also understand why she could have left why why you would leave Floyd Mayweather, like I because like if you are really about like a certain lifestyle, lifestyle monogamy, like dating him, you are not going to have a conventional lifestyle at all. It's going to be multiple women, you know, oh, out, and it's going to be women. Yeah. And, and, but then also money wise, it's like 
pretty much I and, and and I'm I'm talking about from what I experienced as a you know sales girl like helping Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Yo, you can get any like Floyd Mayweather trick his money off on of everybody. Like he he will buy anybody, everybody any because he got it like that. It's nothing to him. But if if you if that's not like I want I want monogamy I don't want my nigga tricking off on everybody like I could see how you could walk away from that so and, and so Nelly provided more stability you know like Nelly you know for the most part they I feel like he lived in St Louis low key but just in Lake St Louis yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. out here paying these high ass tax property taxes he, he sold that Lake St Louis house this is another uh, another area close to Six Flags oh okay. Well, whatever. Do what you got to do. You got you. You ain't paying half the part. The shit, not even a quarter. And, and, his, and his crib and his crib probably crazy. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but you know, like I, I, I like it. I like seeing niggas smile. I love a smiling ass nigga. Though I ain't down. Sometimes smiling ass niggas still be doing their dirt. All that smiling, you know, niggas you know be crying and <laughs> crying, crying at weddings and shit. You walking down the aisle next week, that nigga cheating on you. Yeah, I'm like, I never forget my mama said that shit about Rick Fox. She's like, all that crying, that crying he did when Vanessa Williams walked down that aisle for him to cheat on that girl. <laughs> Is that what yeah, that nigga cheated on Vanessa Williams. Oh, I thought it was just a mutual breakup. No, I, thought, I believe he was cheating. Yeah. Oh shit. So, but anyway. I don't know. I like to, I really like seeing people happy. I love I love it. The, um just because it's just it's fun. And also, I'm gonna say this. It's kind of like this weird nostalgic feeling. And you know how like we love nostalgia. Like a per a, it takes you to a certain place. You remember what you was doing, and I I just feel I feel like we need to see stuff like that. I'm tired of all the, the clickbaity topics and all of that shit. Like, let that nigga be happy. Let her and be you know happy. What? And I wonder if they feel like this, Don. They like, man, most of my relationships in general are always on the low. Mm-hmm. If we're going to be back together, we got to be back together. Because we both two celebrities. We can't, be, we can't be hiding it. Let's just do us. And if we happen to be out there, happen to be out there. Yeah. Uh, I feel like probably Ashanti definitely was like, I'm not about to be doing this hiding bullshit. Like, you're not crazy. Absolutely. Like, I would only do it if you fully invested in it. I'm not, it's, it's not because there's no benefit to me. Like, I'm not about to be playing the games with you, you know, that we was playing like 20 years ago. Like, she in her 40s, that nigga almost 50. Stop. Yes, just turned 49. Yeah, almost 50. Yeah. yeah, that nigga almost 50. Stop it. And he pro- and, and low key, this has been amazing for their brands. It really has, but you know, I'm a, I'm I'm always hold it down for the crib. Pop, hold it down mm-hmm. uh, because <laughs> bad hair day. But that's how y'all got this cardinal hat today. <laughs> but yeah, I I I love see. I love love. I'm serious. I in my old age, I love love. <laughs> It's a good time. That's a good look. I'm. I hope they make it all the way through. I hope now, they make it. I will put a kink in this. There is something that they had to get over. Two things they had to get over for this to don't come talk back. about that. You know? Are you talking about the concert? What you talking about? Which where uh uh a person that it was beefing with uh Nelly brought Ashanti on stage. 
That was slim. So that clip that went viral of Nell, like that was five, six years ago. Yeah, that was at the state of he's this uh, concert here called State of Emergency. Oh. And he brought her on stage. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's the, whatever that's what I know something you was about to say had to do with Slim. I'm like, don't do that. No, it know. is to do with Slim. And then the other thing is the uh the little punter 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 uh graphy. Ponographic. I'm trying to not say the word for the YouTube algorithm. <laughs> Don't say it then. I know what you're talking about. But the slim thing was pretty big. That was a big thing when that happened. I mean, I feel like that started a chain of events. I, I feel like the, 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 cause like, Slim low keeping beefing was like beefing with all of them niggas. But I even feel like for you. Even beefing yeah, so I like that's so I so I feel like that started a chain of events. And so whatever happened there, because then the next thing you know, we had the now Ali doing interviews at the radio. Like it was just all got weird. And so it's weird because like yo, yo even, and shout out to my daddy. Girl, big nigga, my daddy was watching that Vlad interview with <laughs> and I said, Dad. <laughs> what were you watching where the Vlad interview comes up? Went into your Ali. algorithm. What and his algorithm was supposed to have Shaka Khan in there and like <laughs> Right. So that's that's uh, what I'm uh, saying. I was like, y'all got my daddy invested in this bullshit. I'm gonna need for y'all to apologize. And I feel like this. I'm all I'm gonna say is this. If it is true that Nelly owes him or them a, a certain amount of, of money. Just just pay him and move on. Mm -hmm. Just pay him whatever. And if there y'all have something that is legally binding, you definitely should. But also, I feel like y'all don't because that nigga would have sued you and took you to court because it would have been. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, oh, would like, oh, Nelly. absolutely. Like this is nothing, and y'all would have settled. But that's the only thing that's kind of weird. And I feel like, and I told my dad this, I said, I feel like the niggas is only acting like that. I was like, because now I know that Nelly Tours, he don't take all of them on the road no more. No. That shit gets costly. So when you cutting off somebody's bag, I can and he's get not big anymore. He's not as big. Yeah. He's not getting as much per shows. I mean, he's he's a legacy artist now. Yeah, so that it come in, so you, I gotta move differently. No, but also, but on I his move, back on you on this. He does take Chingy and Jaquan with him on the road. I was about to say that. I said he does take Quan and them out, but also that that's two people versus a hits. whole a whole group of niggas, and, and they got more hits. Like that, like yeah. Jaquan has like a bona fide hit that's gonna have the whole concert going crazy. Chingy got four five hits. Yeah, I still want justice for Jaquan. Shout out to Jaquan, man. He did a great job in the Blood Brothers, man. Blood nigga. I did not want him to die. Because <laughs> he was so St. Louis. He was so he St. Louis. So St. Louis, but he was so... I mean, you knew he... I was like, okay, did, did you watch a couple of... like? Did you take a couple after classes? Because he was just so himself, but it was also very believable. And that's what we like about acting. So shout mm -hmm. out to Quan. Like, maybe you'll come on and give us an interview. Uh, or something like we would love that. I'm glad to see him back, like because he was kind of down and out for a while. I'm glad to see the resurgence of him coming coming back and getting. Yeah, he, um, I remember I I watched that. He has a really interesting 
um, interview on BET. Like BET was doing these things where they were interviewing people, kind of like, kind of yeah, like. Yeah, they did one with Murphy Lee. They did one with the yeah. The Murphy Lee one was good. His was good because they had at one point. I know he was saying he was playing child support for a kid that wasn't even his. Oh, I didn't. I, didn't, I know the series you're talking about. Oh, I mean, yeah. nigga, it is good. Next, yeah. Nicole Ray did one too. Um, but like, dang, I need to watch his. Then I'm about to go online and watch Jay Kwan's. Yeah. Jaquan got a story. It is so crazy, and it's so it's so interesting. Um, because we went to school together. He was so, the you know, he a Montessori kid. He a Montessori kid. Oh, is he? Uh, is he a West Side kid? Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not 110 percent sure. But you know, you, we had buses, so it, depending yeah. on where you was, like we talked about earlier, where you fell fell on those lines. Yeah, it all with, with uh, because we was busing kids in uh from the county to to the school, so. It just depends. But we, is he from UC? Yeah, he because he um because he has a set of twin brothers, like older brothers, uh, too. And then like because we all went to the same school, and he used to he brought he was running with my friend Alvin. I feel like he was. What was the school with Jaquan? I went to. I wonder which one he went to. I'm just interested. What high now. school? Yeah. <clears throat> Didn't he drop out though? Like I feel yeah, like no. he dropped out. Damn, it don't he even show out because like I know his mom had like kicked him out because he said he wanted to rap. Dang, so they don't even show what high school he went to. Damn, he might not even I'm he he probably didn't even graduate. Yeah, I don't think he graduated. Cause like Tipsy came out when I was in high school, like the end really? of like Tipsy came out, I think like my senior was it my senior year? Yeah, it was I remember thing, we, yeah. Was, we was trying to get him. Man, we wanted him to perform. Like it was this girl talking to either him or his brother something. But I remember we was trying to get him, we wanted him to perform. Like he was open to doing it like for free because you know he had never went to prime or anything like that. And then Mr. Bias asked was like, no. She's like, yeah, I'm not finna ghetto up my prom. And I'm like, bitch, you is not your prom. <laughs> ghetto up my prom. Okay. Yeah, because like they had one. I remember somebody entered some contest, even like this is years before us. Uh it's like some MTV contest, and they had one, and she was like, like the coordinator was like, Yeah, that's cute, but that's not happening. Like MTV is not coming to this prom. Wow, yeah, damn, Jay Quan, man, I'm glad to see you back, brother, doing your thing. I'm glad to see you back. All right, it's this is hood hop. Hood hop is the shit. Hood hop is the shit. That's the St. Louis. That's the St. Louis joint, though. That that track boys, uh, that beat says, "Whoo!" Got the tar boy in them, man. Uh, from the from the track boys. Yeah. Um, uh, but let's get into uh, Keith Lee, man. This has been an ongoing saga. I thought it had been over by now. <laughs> it's still going. It's still going. I, okay. What's crazy is that there are still people that don't know who Keith Lee is, and I love that. Like, you're not involved in the I found out about him when this happened. Really? No, well, uh, well, Sleepy mentioned him when the Darius Crooks thing was going down, and I was like, okay, Keith Lee. I thought he was... I thought he was the big muscular chef dude that be um on them them uh those uh chef shows. I didn't know that it was this brother that used to be a uh, MMA guy. 
Yeah, no, he um somebody said word of the curve low key too is that Keith Lee's supposed to be hopping into St. Louis. Now I don't know when, but I heard that he's supposed to be coming to St. Louis soon. So Y'all, y'all know y'all understand. I'm Keith. If you listen to this, I would advise you to walk lightly. Darius Crooks already came through here on us, and cats ain't gonna let it slide by (laughs) anything. But but I already he's a better. He's he's like he's a more humble regular dude. He just he's he's just you know like you said I'm a paying customer, and because he does have uh, fame now. You know, he don't even really go in no more. Like, he sends his families. Like, it's not like a really necessary, like, a, a depending on the place, like, it's not necessary, like, a dine-in experience. Everything always happens from his car. He's going secret um, shopping. Remember the mystery shopper stuff that people just get paid? Yeah, to secret like? shoppers. And that was still a thing. You know, like, sometimes some companies still pay for that. Um, So you have to... um what Keith Lee did for the most part, like just being for real, for real, like we all see the Twitter threads, we see the conversations. All he did was confirm what people have been saying for a long time, you know, unfortunately. And and like he said, you you're trying to give me social treatment now that you saw that I like hopped in and said something. And no, that doesn't work because I am just like these other people. Like I know even at one of the spots where it was like some crazy way they wanted to give him a table. He was like, no, we just really want to take our food to go. Is that possible? That table that y'all was going to give me. Oh, was that candy spot? I thought that was somebody else's spot. Because mm-hmm. she she came out the video saying that they don't serve to ghost food on the weekends because of some process. Oh, oh yeah, because uh, they don't because y'all have enough enough people in y'all kitchen working. Yeah, but it's hard. But it's people. hard to hire some people now. It's a weird thing how we have an unemployment issue, <laughs> but at the same time, some of these other jobs. This is their high demand. But well, you know, no, I, I think people don't want to pay people a fair living wage. Yes. And that's so why that's, some of these jobs open. And and that's why, and and I think that people, and especially if you are like our, the that boomer era, they don't understand that at all. And so they got mad or, or was frustrated with everything that happened with COVID. And I was like, so you mad somebody actually the system is doing what the system is supposed to do, which is support and look after their citizens. And, and pay people a living wage or or whatever. I'm like these companies. You know, people didn't want to go back because, you know, I'm making more money on unemployment than I am working for some of these companies. People, companies do not like infl- nigga imperial vegetable oil spread butters whatever. Mm-hmm. Nigga, that shit used to be eighty six cents. Why is it one ninety nine? Why is butter seven and eight dollars? <sighs> well, I made pot roast the other week. I got all the ingredients that I needed. I didn't even get like a huge like roast, but every all those ingredients plus like the few other things that I got, I had two bags and it was like seventy dollars. Damn. And I was like, I don't have nothing to show for this. Like, what what is this? So I think I think with Keith Lee, it's just like honestly, um, we need a Keith Lee of like fashion. We need a Keith Lee of like hair. 
going to get your hair done somewhere because like the things that be happening to people getting their hair done, it's just like fucking wild. And I think I think what's really fucked up about all of this is is the the people when he went to uh, milk and honey, and I and I think the other thing that's also alarming here too is that. Why do black people, why do we have an issue with criticism? Like, if there's something I can do, and and I guess this is different for me because I come from a customer service background, right? Mm -hmm. So my dad had his own business. My mom, you know, on top of like having her own... I was always taught to... The back of my dad's business card says satisfy the customer, so I think about stuff like that and it's just like, why, why are we removed from Yelp reviews, critiques and all this stuff and where we can make our business better? I run a business, you know, which, uh, y'all, I'm going to be doing half off. So half off, <laughs> I'm like, when I say half off, a candle is $30. One of my candles is 40. So when I say half off, but it is a minimal purchase number. <laughs> So I'm telling y'all right now, it will be a minimum purchase. <laughs> Let me get one candle. When you add that shipping on, you're going to be like, ah, exactly. You so, might as well get more than one. Yeah. So with that said, I think it's just really weird that like you got people like Ocho Cinco saying stuff like, oh, he's bad business for the black community. No, uh, he, he Ocho Cinco uh, re- rebuttaled himself. He, he, he fell back oh, on okay. that. I, I, the I Only Listen to 90s Music podcast is a show for 80s babies who were 90s kids. If you were a No Limit Soldier, then this is your show. If you believe that cash money is not an army, but was a Navy, this is the show for you. If you and your friends ever tried to sing a song written by Escape, In Vogue, Shy, or a voiced man at a talent show during middle school, this is your show. But I only listen to 90s music podcast is a bunch of 80s babies talking about all the songs and things that we loved when we were kids and teenagers. So if you went to the skating rink and you were at a lock-in, this is the, the show for you. If you think that Tevin Campbell um, was the original prince of R&B. This is the show for you. If you don't understand the the conflict between Monica and Brandy, but you're kind of on Monica's side and understand why Brandy got punched, this is the show for you. Make sure that you tune in, subscribe, click the little subscribe link. We're here. We're going to talk about all things 90s music. This is the show for you. directly because. The uh, because you know, him and Shannon was like, dude, this dude is saved black businesses, you know that, right? Like, right? I'm like, and, and let me tell you this because of his review of uh, of a black restaurant, uh, in Vegas, my sister and I, when we went to see Usher, made it a point to go to that restaurant and eat. And when I tell you, exquisite service, food was amazing, she gave us extra, extra food just because of that and was so and we went right when they kind of opened so it was kind it might have been open like maybe like 40 minutes to an hour and so nobody had come in so we was like but she i mean just above and beyond customer service like them oxtail like the oxtail stew like all of that shit it was fuck it was amazing but that's the power of influence this is what people should be doing you should not be using your influence to be a dickhead academics um <laughs> but i think what's weird because 
Candy, Candy never, even in her response, Candy still never addressed the fact that, hey, this is something for us to take into consideration. You know, maybe we do need to hire more people. Maybe even if we have people that just work weekends or something, weekend staff or whatever, where we can counterbalance this. Cause like, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not, anywhere you tell me where it's a two hour wait, I'm out. Oh, if I can't really? make reservations, especially if you know you're busy on a week, y'all need to have a reservation system. So then it also balances the workload of what's happening in the kitchen. I'm not mad at the two hour. Oh, you only got two hours to sit here. Not mad at it. It's a lot of places out here in LA that are like that. I'm used to that. That does not bother me. Now I have, a, it only bothers me if you're going to try to rush me and you didn't sit me on time and then right, you're not right. me exception. No, I'm 30 minutes behind, then you got, then you're going to get, oh, you only got an hour and 30 because you behind. No, boo. So Whoa, with sure. that said, I, I feel that, I feel like the 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 places that he did address, I felt like they could have been more appreciative of that and just received that message. Cause like he, he did not tear them down. He's like, this is my experience. I always I'm also telling you, you can go, you know, and it, you your experience can be completely different. Now to the milk and honey spot. <laughs> if indeed that post is from a manager where y'all referred to him as autistic, y'all allowing an autistic person to narrate which, how y'all going to eat or whatever on the internet, whoop, 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 Girl, fuck you. And my best to hear what, girl, fuck you. Because that's not okay. Like, whether he's special Ooh. needs or not, he's not the first person to say that. And he's not going to be the last person to say that about y'all uh, establishment. Mm. Fucking do better. Receive it. And just do better and move on. Now, I'm going to say this to y'all Negroes. I'm not going to keep going somewhere and, you know, just getting on Twitter talking shit. Um, y'all need to be calling a better business bureau. <laughs> like, like if it's stuff like that happening, like there are systems in place. <laughs> there are systems in place. Listen, fucking British had an F with the BBB and niggas was still ordering stuff from British. Kylie Jenner, F with the BBB. Niggas was still ordering shit from Kylie Jenner. There are systems in place. So then yo, now you know, you enter at your own risk. But I feel like y'all should take that and be, be adults and receive it and make it better. And that's it for me. Yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, is that it's so rigid of a situation when it comes to us as black people because we already behind the eight ball when it comes to so many different things. So it's a thin line between critique and hating sometimes within our community. But regardless, if you're working in the service industry, you got to take that and actually take yeah. it because your job is service overall. If, regardless so, if it's hating, they hating or not. So you are correct. So, but I also, it's like one of those things considered a source, but you, when you are a customer service facing business, mm -hmm. you always want to improve. Like I get, when I, when it comes to my, my business, I'm like always, how can I improve the burn? How can I improve on a scent or, or something? Like if somebody says something or I'm like, okay, are you adhering to the, the instructions? So there's certain things like, 
you know where I'm at, you know, where I'm having a conversation back and forth. I'm not mad, but I'm like, okay, so you, I am aware. Like I had this conversation with a homegirl who sent me, oh, this is what happened, blah, 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 blah. Did you adhere to the, the candle instructions that, that are there? <laughs> were you trimming your wig? And I get it. Everybody don't trim their wig, but I'm like, hey, if you don't trim your wig a little bit after each burn, you know, after it's the, 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 the wax is hard. And you go to bite it, uh, burn it again. That does make your flame bigger. That does make the burn a little difference. That is going to cause more, you know, carbon to build up, which is going to cause soot, which you can wipe out. But if you're not adhering to the instructions, that's part of it. But it's also it's like, okay, I did everything right. Okay, let me let me replace this for you. Let me fix this. You know, like how can I make it better? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's. I'm a customer facing business. Yeah, that's the main thing. Is it's a customer facing business. <clears throat> uh, what did Burger King say? Was uh, you could get it your way? Have it your way. Have it your way. Even though you may not, it may be ridiculous. Sometimes you can't always have it your way, but for the most part, you should be able to have it your way. And and I use the example, man. And shout out to Ray Robinson. He taught me this um, back when we were doing our, our parties, man. And it was this girl that's giving me a hard time about her damn table, man. Like she was just complaining about every little thing, asking about all these different things. And uh, she was and she was like she wanted her money back. And she'd already had her table for most of the party. Her people was there and everything. And we're like, just give her her money back, dude. Just give her just just don't if you could just yeah. shut her the fuck up and just let her keep it moving. Yep. Just give her her money back. And, and I was mm -hmm. like, damn. And then I gave it to her. She couldn't say nothing because I gave you your money back. Fine. I'm not going to keep arguing with you over this little hundred fifty dollars. Take it. Yeah. Take and you and you and and here's the thing too, when it comes to customer service, there are some L's you're gonna take because there are some yeah. people that will take advantage. I work working at ooh, the the shit that these customers pull, like the the, the <laughs> messages that I get, the weird stuff, even at this luxury brand, and they the and those are gonna be the worst ones. It ain't always, but you be surprised the weird the way they talk to you, the entitlement that they have just because they are customers so yes that's why i also said mm, consider the source some you, you do have to do that sometimes but mm -hmm. like also it's like if i've done everything in you know to make sure that you were okay immediately i wouldn't even let her stay half uh, uh as long as you said she did i would have been like you know what that's okay not a problem we're gonna um we're going to issue you a refund. We're going to give it back to you. However, she paid on her card or if she paid cash or whatever. And then I would have made her relinquish the table because it's somebody. Yeah, I, gave her cash. I, was like, cash. I was like, yeah, because it's going to somebody. It's going to be somebody else that's going to want to spend the money. And like, and I don't get mad at them for like having certain rules. Like people like, oh, you know, they be trying to keep niggas out from doing certain stuff. I'm not mad. Like. If, if I got an establishment, yes, I have insurance, but I also want people to keep in mind too, when businesses are starting out and you are on a new business venture, you don't have the connections that certain people may have when it comes to wholesale. They might not know like, oh, if I got a wholesale license, I could probably get this cheaper or I know this person. So you are uh, learning the ins and outs. You are learning the ropes. If somebody telling you you can't stand on a fucking chair, don't stand on a fucking chair, man. Don't do this, don't do that. So you, y'all are mad at, yeah, but so y'all are mad at these restaurants because they trying to keep their shit nice. 
Cause like you never know. Like if they had to play base face value for something, that chair might have been a hundred dollars. Yeah, a hundred dollars don't seem like a lot, but if it's like weekly, I'm buying another chair. Things that I have to replace that that adds up. So yeah. also, yes, can these restaurants do better? Absolutely. There's always room for improvement, but it goes both ways. So y'all also. <laughs> Treat them with kindness too, but don't be treating customers like shit. It's plain and simple. Just just treat people with some common decency, man. Just it takes nothing simple. to be a decent human being. I always no. say it. Nothing. It takes nothing. So let's let's. I do want to uh, get, check, tell you about this J. Cohen Soldier Boy thing. That's about, okay, because right? I have no clue what's happening. I'm gonna put in some of the clip here too, as well, but. J. Cole basically was talking about how he was ignorant to a certain cat's music just because of what he liked and what he believed in and not understanding how. When Soulja Boy was first coming out, mm -hmm. yeah, I think my, my favorite rappers was Pac, Nas, Jay, Andre 3000, boom, 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 boom. This, the highest skill level, boom, boom. And I was kind of living a double life. I had like a rapper life, like where, where I, would, I had music friends in the city. There was a lot of them was older than me, like mentors. Then I had my real friends that I would be hanging out with. My real friends was playing Three Six Mafia, mm. uh, uh, Lil John when he came out. Whatever the fuck was popping, whatever new rendition of black culture was penetrating, like like music coming up mm. in the South, they was on. A lot of that shit for me, artistically and what I stood for morally as an artist. I was conflicted because on one hand we partying all the time to this music mm -hmm. but on the other hand i'm like man this shit go against everything that i think that i am or who i am. i had some fake morals mm -hmm. about my think that i am or who i am. i had some fake morals mm -hmm. about myself right around the time soldier boy came out i don't know how this happened but i had a, a realization within myself because i'm hearing that shit and i'm like man this shit Mm -hmm. Soldier boy, tell him it sounds crazy to say now because it's such a classic to me. Mm -hmm. But at that time, I had resistance, similar to when you came out and mm -hmm. your class came out. I had resistance. Nah, that's not the thing that I love. Like what? Y'all fucking with this? <laughs> like mm -hmm. I was one of them, yeah. and it was literally a part of me that had a realization. I was young. I'm proud of myself for this realization because yeah. I was like, bruh, you a hater? Like yo, you are literally hating yeah. like you are literally you know you like this shit actually yeah you be with your friends and you know you done did a you yeah. you know you done that yeah so why would you front on this nigga like mm. anywhere at any point they could have some creativity and dopeness in their own ways and he mentioned soldier boy he was like how can i sit here hating and, and i'm sitting there singing you like that's i'm doing that you doing that it's big i can't hate on it soldier boy took it personally Soldier Boy tells J. Cole to keep his name out of his mouth because he didn't have to bring him up at all when he wanted to say that. But the thing was, though, is J. Cole was putting it all on himself of saying, like, yo, I was wrong. But Soldier Boy has found out a way to make it that way. And I supposedly he's retracted that because Nicki Minaj, out of all people, has now told him that he was in the wrong. So now he believes it, which is an amazing feat that those combined together. Bro. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Shout out to Natasha. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was not expecting 
<laughs> yeah. I, I thought you was about to say they was like beefing, beefing over. No, like, they call it even say that bad about him. Soldier Boy made us into a beef. And that's one of the things of like, um, have you ever seen somebody getting mad at somebody? And he was like, hey, man, like, they or, or, or like where someone's trying to give them money and they getting upset. Like, he just said he's going to give you your money back. Like, why are you still mad? It's just the principle. The principle. Like, <laughs> he's giving you your money. Oh, shut the fuck up, bitch ass nigga. Dirty head ass bitch. Go watch them stinking ass dreads, nigga. Go watch them stinking ass dreads, nigga. Dreads look like they, nigga, smell like meal, dude, nigga. Nigga, lame as fuck. I'm a, I'm a hater. I'm a, man, shut the fuck up. Don't nobody give a fuck what you were hating on. Don't nobody give a fuck about your music and opinion, nigga. Who the fuck is you, bitch? You ain't God, nigga. You don't run hip-hop, nigga. Don't nobody give a fuck about your opinion, boy. Go sit your pussy ass down somewhere. All you fuck niggas, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, nigga, don't say nothing at all, nigga. Oh, God, I do not know you niggas. I don't fuck with you niggas. I don't want to know you niggas. Don't speak on me, nigga. Fuck your opinion, nigga. You was a bitch. How about that? For a motherfucking opinion, you was a bitch, nigga, and I'll knock your ass out, nigga. How about that, nigga? One-on-one, -on -one, nigga, I'll beat your motherfucking ass, nigga. Nobody give a fuck about your pussy-ass opinion, jit. Money back. You're, you're, you won. You won the argument. He's he's saying uh, that he was in the wrong. Okay. All right. Well, shout out to Nicki Minaj, because normally... Yeah, I'm putting the Soldier Boy and all, all that stuff ahead of here. Y'all heard it already, but keep going. I mean, not Nicki Minaj. Just, I never knew so I would say that, because she did something shady the other day, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but Soldier Boy, like, is... And I, I love Soldier Boy, though, for the record. That's listen, the funny listen, thing. I okay, love okay. Now, I ain't never listened to a full Soulja Boy album, but I also see what J. Cole said, like you said. You ain't never listened to a Beyonce album. I've never listened to a Jodeci album. They both are influential, and you know, as, you know, big mm -hmm. parts of pop art culture. So it's understandable, but people gravitate toward things that they like, that bring them comfort, that bring them joy. So I understand, like, sometimes, because sometimes when you venture out and, you just be like, why the fuck did I do that? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's some stuff I just be like, wow, why the, you know? So that's just the reality. Like, name, name, name an artist. I'm not doing that today. Name an artist. I'll do one if you do one. I listen to Nicki Minaj's Queen album. Is that new? And it's old. So when it came out, now, mind you, I'm going to be transparent here. I have mm -hmm. only fully listened to The Pink Print, mainly because Beyonce was on Feeling Myself. But I did I did enjoy it. But also, I'm also say with some of the Drake stuff like that I haven't gotten through, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? Mine is it Summer Walker. Mine is huh? Summer Walker. Mine is Summer Walker. <gasps> oh, you got to shut the no. But Not also, listening. understandable, I see how you got there. I, I can see it. Which album? The last one. The one that just came out that everybody was raving about. That you was too. And you was like, you got to listen to it. I love it. But it's not a relatable content to you. I probably should have said, 
I probably should have said, listen to the one that's like the pretty much an all pink cover. That is okay. No, nah, this is the one that just came out. The last one. Yeah, was she where she like it's like kind of her putting her hand out the window or whatever. Yeah, and she's when she was pregnant, probably, or pregnant or whatever. Too. Yeah. So, but no, but that first album, it, but her EPs like her little EPs were fire though. Like Girls Need Love, CPR. Uh, what's the other one? It's the one where she's standing on like a jeep. I forget the name of that one. Cause she got this song, treat me like YT. Don't get me dirty. Don't do me the love, love, love. I love it, but like, but I love, I really, really, really love her first album. But I also, I can understand how you can say, hey, I'm not going back to listening to, to listen to that after what I heard. Understandable. Yeah, I'm not, not into that at all. Um, yeah, and I, I don't understand it. And it's not for me. This is not for me. And that's um, okay. Yeah, but shout out to J. Cole, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, you just be mad, boy. Because it's I, I get it, because Soldier Boy Drake. Yeah, but this is the thing. Soldier Boy is probably and I'm gonna give Soldier Boy credit here. He is he paved the way for all these internet rappers in general, like the way digital media is consumed. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, he's also the, the court jester that people use as the prototypical, like this is what messed up rap. Like when people like Talk about it. They use him as like the first one. Then Little Yachty. Then I'm trying to think of somebody else. Done a complete 180. Like the make under is amazing for Little Yachty. Right, right, right. No, I mean I, I used to call him Yahtzee. I'm not. I wasn't no haters. I used to call him Little Yahtzee. But this last one was kind of decent. You know what I'm saying? It, it was. It wasn't bad. But Little Yahtzee. Um, I think I. I I think. When it comes to people like Soldier Boy, we can even throw T Pain in there because I I think about Usher and what Usher. Oh, uh, uh, I guess yeah, T Pain with the with the auto tune. He was like the, the auto tune, and just having fun because I would say music is supposed to be fun, uh, it, because it is medicine. And so, which is why we also have to be careful about certain things that we consume. I'm <clears throat> not shrink. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but also, I Soldier Boy was such an iconic moment. It was. It was iconic, and. We can never take that away from you, Soldier Boy. So you, as long as you know, but I think also maybe it kind of he misinterpreted because comprehension. He's tired of people coming after him. He feels like yeah, I and I I would say that his um uh, I think he's not. I think he's tired of not getting his just due. Yeah. I think that's that's where it boils down from. I think he's tired of not getting his just due. So when his name is in people's mouths, he's he is used to people trying to hate on him and play him. And so where I could see initially how he was, you know, could be offended, but had he probably really listened and really sat and listened to what J. Cole was saying, J. Cole was like, I was fucked up. I mm-hmm. I did wrong. Because you are correct. I I was vibing to this shit. I was, you know, because like everybody was doing the soldier boy. 
So the oh, Soldier Boy was, was iconic. It was a global moment. And it wasn't like that was just the one song. Everything after that, turn my swag on, the remix of Turn My Swag On. You had Kiss, Kiss Me Through the, the Phone. The month, what's the what, did he, didn't he have Pretty a song? Boy swag. Pretty Boy Swag. <sighs> so that's what I'm saying. So I I think that's really what it is. Soldier Boy, we here. We're gonna give you your flowers. We yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Just this, I mean, just get them I, money. I, I, just get them people their money back for them. They they game consoles, okay? And it's, the only only thing is though, as well, is that J Cole would 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 go out there and destroy him like rapping, like, and he's the type of rapper that would be like, we know that, but but right, but not. but I think he would actually do it, and I think that's why Nicki Minaj told him you need to settle down because he actually may try to ruin your career with a one rap song. <laughs> He's and, one of the few and, artists and if that J. could Cole did that. Career. If J. Cole, I, and I'm not sure, like I said, like I, I feel like if J. Cole did that, I'm like, you was just bored today. Like, because no, but really I'm saying if, if Soulja Boy was out there talking bad about him like that and it wasn't like, yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like, I feel like that was kind of probably like a one and done situation, probably for Soldier Boy. Because he, you, you see when he said the stuff about, he don't dwell on that. He's like, I, I'm just telling y'all what it is. This how I feel. I I I I wholeheartedly agree with him on that. But he didn't live in that space like, oh, this motherfucker, blah blah blah. He didn't say nothing like that. He just said what he said on the Breakfast Club and kept it moving. Hey, that's one of the most iconic moments of radio. That fool had that big ass Gucci rag on his head. That stretched out headband, dirty headband. But wait, yeah, soldier, just... big soldier, big soldier, man. Yeah. All right, this is we gonna get in your uh, conspiracy theory area right quick. Uh, okay. This Whitney Houston real mom thing. I'm gonna add a clip in right here. You sent this, and at first I was like, hell no. I'm gonna let it play here. Now I'm not gonna say this is true. But this just popped up on my For You page. And now I feel like I am being played with, okay? Now this is alleged, this is all conspiracy, but y'all know me, I love a good conspiracy, okay? So pretty much what is being said, right, is that Whitney Houston is not the biological daughter of Sissy Houston, but she's still her mother nonetheless, okay? Let's just put that out there. Now, allegedly, right, um, Sissy is actually Whitney's stepmom. Like on some real life fence the movie type situation. Like the father of Whitney Houston um, actually had allegedly an affair, right? And the affair was allegedly with this singer actress named Teresa Graves. And allegedly, when the affair happened, allegedly, I'm gonna keep saying allegedly, allegedly, right? Um, Teresa got pregnant and then when she gave birth to the baby basically he was like yo sissy we gonna take care of this child together this is my baby like I said on some real like the movie fences remember how Denzel came home with the baby it was like her mama died during birth this is my baby we gonna raise it that like on some shit like that I'd appreciate it if you used to help me take care of her Now, I wouldn't have believed it 
if these mother lovers wasn't doing side by sides like this. Like, do you see? And then I had seen an interview that Teresa Graves did back in the day, and she sounds just like Whitney. Um, uh, shows how it's called the funny side of marriage. It's how we all meet and court each other, and we finally get married. There's a big wedding scene. It's really pretty, and Gene Kelly is the minister, and it shows all couples getting married. And we have a big dance section, and we do the waltz, and we do the polka, and we do the horror. It's, I mean, it's great. We do everything in the show. It's going to be the best thing on next fall. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> in the studio, since I was 12, uh, my mom took me to the studio, and... Uh, I've been working professionally since I was 12 years old. You know, and I said, I want to be a singer. You know, she said, you want to be a singer? You really do? I said, yeah, I really do. So she said, okay, let's go. And she took me by my hand, and, and that was it. But I'm, I I feel no pressure from those two. I mean, I, I have nothing to prove. I give myself, and, and that's it. That's all I have to give. It's not all it's cracked up to be. It ain't all the glamour and, and all that stuff. It's hard work. It's a lot of work. But when you love it it, it, it feels good. My face being shown all the time uh, certainly doesn't hurt at all. And uh, when uh, people people in, in, in the modeling business really never knew that I did sing. So when they found out I did sing, it was like, oh, so besides that, you can sing. So let's let's deal with that too, you know? So it was, it's just one feeds off another, you know? They're both, they both give, give one another. <laughs> now, I ain't saying I believe. Hey man, they got a point. <laughs> I'm sorry. I you know I don't do conspiracy theories after 2003, but this one here, that this one is there, pre, this is pre 2003, so I'm, I can't talk dress this one in. This one looks very good. Very, very, this one looks real good. Like this one looks real. The look, the mouth, the way she spoke, the way she sang, her mannerisms. It was creepy. It was creepy. So what do you? I what always do you, thought that she never looked like none of the other Houston's, like in general. Me neither, but that ain't none of my business. Right, 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 right. But I'm talking even in general. I no, and, and, see, and I always felt like okay. And the second of all, her daddy was a fly dude, though. Yeah, but see, also I always felt like she probably pulled more from um, Dion Warwick. You know, with that being her being her aunt. Yeah. So I felt like that. So I. Because jeans show up in weird ways, you know, like I, you know, you could look like a second. All of a sudden you got a second cousin twice removed and that person look like you, <laughs> you yeah. know, so, you look just alike and you like, we ain't never even met each other. We never met each other. You know, y'all have similar interests in certain things. Like, it's just really funny. And so I think that I, I think I said that to you in the middle of the night. I'll be on TikTok, y'all. I'll get up and go to the bathroom, and then all of a sudden I'm on TikTok and I'm scrolling, and the randomest stuff is coming up on my feed, and that's how this happened. And I just I sat there. I was I got chills. I got chills watching that video, and certain stuff. kind of makes sense now <laughs> but also it's like how they really i felt like especially because how they was trying to shield whitney houston from a lot of stuff and protect her from all of this stuff mm -hmm. 
I could see that really also being another layer to it. And, and it's she like you said, she, she knows the real, real thing, and the but she can't display it. Think about how messed up that could do you as an individual if this is true, and like you find out that your mother is this other woman, but Clive Davis and them are saying, "Hey, we can't even run with that. You just gonna have to run with this, and you got to sit with that." On top of the fact your dad was cheating, the it's just so many layers that you got to. So many layers because it wasn't like he just oh all of a sudden he stopped cheating because you remember she didn't even go to his funeral. No. So. It's so many layers to to her story because I I watched the I want to dance with somebody movie, oh uh, and it, it was oh, really that, good. I, I thought, is that the is that the actual movie or the, is that the one where it's like no the not the one with Yaya it's the actual movie that her her family cleared. No, uh, but it's, it's, not the, it's it's a documentary. Is it or is it a live action? It's, it's just a movie. Okay, it's that's a movie. the one with old girl that was kind of a new girl that came that was a Broadway chick, right? I I think so. Cause uh, what you call it? Play him, play uh, Bobby in that uh, my boy, from um, from yes. uh, Moon Moonlight. Yes, yes. Play Bobby. Yeah. Yes, and it was oh he was good too. He was oh good. he was he was good. He's a good actor though. He's a good actor. He's a good. He he was, but also I think that um. So like it was so many layers to her story. And I think when you start to really talk like us in general, how complex things are as human beings and then think of on top of fame. So like think of Whitney Houston, just like how we talked about Will Smith, Ooh, which I sent you that. We're going to have to talk about that one day. Uh, you know, like that, being one, that, one, that, that one feels definitely like way closer to the truth. That one. You, the Will Smith one you sent me. Oh, you said you, it feels closer to being true. Yeah, like I that that one doesn't even feel like that's a conspiracy. That is oh I don't like think that. I didn't think it was a conspiracy. I I, I could totally uh believe it's, it's it. street shit that you got a homeboy that can help you out, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is <laughs> oh, absolutely. I was like that uh, but I think that when it comes to you know us in general and like how we are, like it's so many layers to us, and and then think what about when Hey y'all, y'all gotta go check out that new Will Smith uh podcast. It's fucking good. Okay, all right, all right. I'm gonna check it's it out. Tim and Jeff, Jeff is called 1988. And it's just okay. talking about oh, they just interviewed a whole bunch of rappers from 88. Okay. So it's, it's good. Uh, it's real good. <laughs> <laughs> but real ultimately, good. Think, so think about Whitney Smith, Whitney Smith, Whitney Houston as being <laughs> Whitney Houston as America's sweetheart. So it's like so much pressure. Want her to be this perfect person, you know. You know, you got so many critics of her. You know, she felt like she wasn't accepted by like black people. They felt like she was trying to be white and all these different things. And then all these, you know, her sexuality comes into play, and she can't be her true, authentic self. So she, it was a lot that, like you said, having to sit with a lot of stuff, which ultimately, you know, dro drove her. To doing other stuff, you know, unfortunately. And it wasn't like, and for the record, we're going to stop shitting on Bobby Brown because yeah, multiple people have said that he did not introduce her to drugs. She introduced him. And, and she, her brother. And her brother. Her brother, her brother introduced it to her. This is this is confirmation. Like this, they have, they people. So leave Bobby Brown alone. I love Bobby Brown. So, so mentioning this, I'm sorry, I just looked up. 
this is getting real complicated. So the woman of their list, Teresa Graves, she died in 02. Mm -hmm. He dies in 03. Her daddy. Does that, yeah. And what if he she finds out around that time when she's dying? Wait. She died in 02. Her dad died in 03. I mean, Teresa Graves, the woman there, a legend, is her mother. She's died in 02. You yes. said that he didn't go he didn't go to her dad's own funeral in 03. He died in 03. Yeah. I'm just saying that connection of what if she found out right around then when she was when her mother was dying, that that was not her real, that was that was her real mother. And in turn, she we didn't could, come to her dad's funeral. But they they touch on a lot of stuff. You have to the watch the movie, but the oh, so daddy, they, about that. they showed in the movie the watch where their relationship. Yeah, was. like so the daddy was stealing from her. Oh, shit. like Brittany, Whitney was like on the verge of bankruptcy. Like the dad, like it's a whole old baby. It is T. So it is, is this before Bobby that she almost went broke? No, this is like after. This is like during, like after, like all of that, like she, because she ends up like her dad was her manager. So something happens where she has Robin, like, uh, I don't know if it's like her dad's what, so whomever this other woman is that was working for her, could have been her, she, they pull all of these records, maybe mm -hmm. he, he's spinning like all of like just spinning money. So they fell out mainly because like, she didn't have no money. They talk oh. about all of that. So the, it makes sense, like, why she did not go. And uh, low-key, the Whitney Houston estate may not have no money, period. Because how much publishing does she probably own? I I don't I don't know. Because I know she did with Clive Davis, too, now. I yeah. mean, how much publishing was she owning back then? She didn't you write no songs. I don't know how... But even how, like now, like he could have been a, a, you know, how they even, but how they showed their relationship, I I don't know if. I, I'm saying there's a lot of money already, though, and he's stealing from a little bit. I'm saying that she doesn't have publishing or anything that residually you know, I, don't, I don't know what they what the, what her I don't remember what her contract was but even her relationship with Clive it was kind of almost kind of like not that he was in love with, but he like loved her like he cared for her and because like he she when she goes to rehab that's mm -hmm. because of Clive Davis mm. Clive Davis steps in and, and it's like no nah, we not having that Mm. So ultimately, you know, maybe she could have found found out. That would be an interesting conversation, you know. To uh, I think Robin was her aunt, but that would be an interesting conversation. Maybe if somebody, you know, talked to her brother or maybe dug deeper. And at this point, I mean, to even prove that we they would have to exhume both of their bodies, or maybe because she only had Bobby and Bobby Christina died, but I was like they would have to test somebody within. But it's no, it's nobody to test. But yeah. I mean, that was that 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 what I sent you. I was like, ain't no way. And then I was like, oh my god, Man, that is offensive be... shit. Like she said, that was literally fences. 
I mean, man, what if I mean that would be crazy, man. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. And it's interesting here, man. She they she didn't have any of the kids. Yep, none. She had, yep. Wow. This is man, this is man. Because wow. think she about it, if it if it like maybe they try to have another kid, maybe they was having issues trying to have another kid, and then this situation come in. No, I'm, I'm talking about the woman Teresa Graves too. Yeah, no, but I'm like, think about it, like where she might not have been because they were saying like, you know, she was kind of like this struggling artist, like she was doing stuff, but maybe she, you know, especially during that time, not getting your just due, you know, not getting paid. And so you financially really can't take care of this kid. So that's like the next best thing to do. And then you raise this kid. Yeah, they said she lived in the, she died in the Hyde Park neighborhood in L.A. And Teresa in Chicago? No, and they said in LA. Oh, okay. She died. A space heater caught on fire. Damn. Yeah, that's weird. That make that makes me think like, yo, you didn't have no heat. Like for a space heater to cut on chest on fire, that means you got you got it rolling. I have a space heater right here, but I also just like heat on my feet. Right. They said she was pat the, the whole plane thing caught on fire from it. Damn. So it says that it's 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 a. Uh, it said that High Park touches Lemur Park on the north, Vermont Square on the northeast, Chesterfield Square on the east, Manchester Square on the south, and Inglewood on the south. Okay. And okay, View Park, Windsor Hills on the west. Okay, yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. yeah. So that's where she was. She was living at was in High Park. And I'm looking at her. This, I mean, her filmography. She didn't have too too much. Um, like you said. Um. She had a couple of TV shows and it kind of went off and nothing cracked after 75. So how yeah. was wouldn't your see wouldn't Houston been born in? She got she would have been 60 something, right? Yeah, because she died, she was 50. And that was what shit. How long was that ago now? 2010. Damn, it's been 30. No, no, so that was 20. No, that was 2011. So she'd have been 62 right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. She, Two. Or was she 55? No, I think Michael Jackson was 55. Or was he 50? Let's see. I'm going to pull it Whitney, up here. So Whitney, oh, Whitney would be 60 this year. She would have turned yeah, 60. She, yeah, it was 20. Oh, actually, that was 2012. Uh, it was the day. I remember it was the day but before Whitney my birthday. 63. Yeah. Um, um, she was born in 63. And... She just this up uh, uh Teresa Graves didn't start getting into movies and stuff till six. I'm Doja. This sleep. Yeah, we part of Just Posted Podcast, man. The best show on this network. Come on, check, though. Seriously, man. Just posted. <laughs> it's just me and Doja sitting back talking about what the fuck going on in the yeah, world. Sorry, man. We said labor of love. He said labor of love. I didn't say that shit. Shout out to uh, you know what I'm saying, everybody coming to watch though, man. We really appreciate y'all. Holla at y'all later. Hey man, this nigga just tall for no reason. We do regular jobs. Don't forget that. Yeah. I mean, this is great. This is a that's a this is a great uh conspiracy theory. Oh, for real, for real. Um 
Let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's do the Tim Anderson update, and we're gonna go to our baby, uh, baby making section of the uh, show. Um, <laughs> Tim Anderson, man, who I really, really like him as a, a baseball player because he gives you that old flash and flair from back in the day. Gives you a Willie Mays Hayes from the movie Major League that Wesley Snipes played. But things ain't been going too good for him uh, since he got tossed number one by. Um, I forgot the player's name. Uh, he got tossed up uh, and got all those Sonic coins knocked out of him uh, a few months ago. Yeah. And he also had his other, his alleged, or not, it's not even alleged, just his other, another, another, another woman with a baby uh, out in him. And then he got the other woman, his wife pregnant at the same time. Alleged. I mean, I mean, it's not even alleged, right? I mean, that's just what Yeah, happened. no, he got her pregnant not too much longer after that baby was here. Because, like, if y'all don't remember the tea that we spilled, it was the, the, side, the side girl tea and how he said he was going to be with her, how he don't really like his wife, and he just with his wife for, for you know, photo purposes and things like that and she you know had them all with hanging out with the baby which is i mean the nigga was living a double life niggas <laughs> double life, okay if y'all can't do nothing right the one thing y'all can do is live a double fucking life okay so uh he actually has had like the worst season of his life for the white Sox this year Mm-hmm. You know, on top of the all the tussling that's happened on and off the field. And so uh, they had the the option to sign him. I think it was like for a, like a $13 million contract, and they decided not mm-hmm. to. So yesterday he released his statement. Jose Ramirez saying, is who he fought for the record for people that need to Google. Jose Ramirez is the one that talked Yeah, I was like, I knew it was a Jose, but then I didn't want to yeah. sound like I was being prejudiced or something. Yeah, it's Jose Ramirez. But continue. <laughs> um, but then released a statement talking about, oh, you know how he, his time has come to an end here in, you know, Chicago with the White Sox and all this stuff. So he's a free agent now. So they told me he might go to the A's too. Yeah. Oh, okay. He already got picked up by somebody. They're talking about the teams that's going are looking at him. A's is okay. looking at the, Oakland A's well, are looking hopefully. at him. Listen, like I told you, I, I'm not I'm not into baseball. How you are into baseball? But what I will say, young brother. Get get in the gym and focus. You got you got some situations at your at you know at your feet because of you. Uh, yeah, just do right. And also, man, Chicago's one of those cities. You can't hang out with the hood people in Chicago. You gotta hang out with the white people in Chicago. I'm sorry, <laughs> I know that sounds horrible. But Chicago's one of them cities, those women will get your ass. <laughs> They will get you. I just feel, I feel like that's not fair to say. I feel. No, I would name the other cities. I will not be prejudiced. St. Louis, do not get caught up here. Detroit, them girls will get you. Oakland. What is Saint Louis? And he's trying to go to Oakland. Uh, uh, you're not gonna do a Saint Louis woman like that because all we do is keep it real, and y'all like it. Y'all love. And, they get, and we, and it's there's a long string of brothers with baby mamas from St. Louis. It's like a graveyard of just baby mamas and, and celebrity dudes. Uh, uh, really, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about it offline? Yeah, there. There's at least me and Javon did this back in 2012. We we found we figured we found 17 celebrities with baby moms here. 
And that was in 2012. Okay. Because on the top of my head, I only know three. Maybe mm -mm. no, two. Mm -mm. I only know two. Mm -mm. It keeps going. Okay. Go, 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 go gadget. Because <laughs> one of them don't even live there no more. One of them passed recently. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who. I only know. I only could think of off the top of my head. Who is that? I know, but I know who you're saying, but I didn't know that he had one there, too. Yeah, that's who his last girlfriend was when he died. Really? I did not know that. Yes, my little brother went to high school with her. Continue to love us. We are great women. <laughs> I'm going to name the other cities for athletes out there that you get caught up in. Baltimore. L.A. But no, no, you can you can you can maneuver there a little bit. Baltimore girl, they don't don't do it, fellas. If you're there, you gotta really watch yourself. Watch yourself. <sighs> this is slander. Atlanta. Watch yourself down there with those women. Miami, watch yourself with those women. Houston, watch yourself with those women. I'd probably name damn near every city that black women was in almost at this point, but y'all get my point. Just watch yourselves, players. Watch yourselves. And Tim Anderson, I love Tim because he was he from he is one of us. He ain't like a dude that's you know, he is a one of the regular folks. He's from Alabama, I believe, like Birmingham or something. Um Tuscaloosa. He's from Tuscaloosa. He's Tuscaloosa. a regular folk. Yeah, he regular folk. And that was the charm and the bestness of him, but it's also the thing that could be his downfall that he is with the regular folks. So what's so, uh, what's 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 Terrell Owens' excuse? <laughs> I'll just be silly anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, it's a little bit different. Um, but ultimately, listen, hey, just be smart, y'all. I don't I don't know why it just be so. It's it's it's, it's literally it's like right decision, wrong decision. Why is it so hard for y'all to do right? I mean, I, I just I don't get it, but whatever. I digress. Next, can, I think men are do they think situationally. I want y'all to do better. I get we deserve so much more. I was talking to my homeboy do earlier. Do y'all, boy, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, and, and I'm, I'm saying this in jest, but I'm saying it being real too. Like, no, like I like some, I some women is a lot raggedy. Be trying to ask for a lot. No, a lot of, listen, a lot of respect well, I, I have a dude, listen, but they will go cheat on him if his bread ain't right, or or for whatever me, reason they make up in their head. Me myself, right? But you you try to characterize no, all the dudes. I, I I ain't talking about. This is another conversation for another day. We're gonna have to have an episode about this because <laughs> it's a lot to unpack there. But moving on, mention mention child support. You sent me um, a um, thing here uh, that I do want to discuss. So it goes: uh, my 19 year old daughter feels entitled to my child support. I get from her father. How would you handle handle this? I also make I also think her father is putting things in her head, 
either way, the money he sends is for me to care for her. And she doesn't grasp paying bills, which also benefits her siblings. And part of this is part of this. And then this is her daughter texting her. My dad told me how much he pays you in child support. And he showed me. I just don't understand how my dad pays $1,900 in child support. When I was, I just, okay. When I ask for something, you say no. This syntax is off. These people need an archetype. Also, you use the money my dad sends to take care of me to spend on Aaron and Jess. When I ask for something, it's always a problem. And you threaten to take my phone away <laughs> when I do anything you don't like. If it wasn't for me being here and my dad paying you, you couldn't afford to keep the house. I do love you, but I feel like you take advantage of having me here. I'd rather live with my dad and I just want you to allow for her for it to have for it to happen without making a big deal. I don't think it's right and don't benefit from anything that you give my dad. Hey. I'm going to say this. I'm glad that the child is able to voice how they feel. You know, we come from spaces where we are seen, not heard. You are afraid to say certain things to your parents. Hell, sometimes I still be as my, you know, 36. I'm a little like, whoo, how am I going to say this? Or, you know, there's, there's, and that's that sweat that comes over your body because you got to, you know, you're going to have to say something to check them on something. Um, <laughs> I, I feel, and, 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 I, and I'm going to say this, and I also like kind of vicariously experienced something similar because uh, my coworker um, was telling me about the ins and outs and asking for advice. And I love when people come to. Hey, hold on, hold on, real quick, Don. Hold on, real quick, Don. Hold on. Uh, the, the the child support. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So I feel that. Yeah. Like, so like I said, like offer being able to offer advice to people. And again, like I don't have kids and I love that people feel comfortable and confident that people without kids can also make sound <laughs> judgment. That's I a real thing. But I don't, that, I don't think. Without kids can make sound no, 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 no. I feel like I feel like this because I feel like uh it that is I hate that you feel that way, but also I think it's just because like we're looking it's at like a white person telling me how to be black. No, <laughs> that's how I, I, I I'm gonna say that's not true because sometimes we can't offer sound advice because sometimes you could be emotionally thinking or yeah, yeah that's true. I mean it could be in the yeah, I'm like we can't offer you know, like there are certain things like I'd be like, okay, so look, you tripping. You know, right. or, you look at more the interpersonal relationship, not necessarily like a child, but like just how you and the child are relating to each other. Yeah, um, we're gonna agree to disagree. So we, uh, <laughs> so I would say this: it's 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 tough because I see I see both ends, but also it's like okay, if you are asking for certain things and I, and, and what it sounds like from what I remember what I sent you the mom also works so it's like yeah. there's other things avenues 
coming into the house. I don't know if those other people's, the other kids involved, if their dads are paying child support or, or whatever. But I feel like you should be able to give your kids like a little something. Like if she's asking for certain things, especially if it's something that she needs or, it, it, you know, like extracurricular. So it's like you, I want to go to homecoming or, you know, I need this for that or whatever. And she's asking, I feel like you should be able to provide that to her. I, I feel like it would have been nice where, yeah, you putting stuff into your house, but also like have an account for her where she can go and access the money and you can kind of monitor her spending. Also teaching her the ins and outs. So, I'm, I mean... Yep, in particular, uh, I can see how the girl says she wants to go live with her dad, especially if it was like basic necessities that she needed, like school clothes, shoes or whatever. And, and my daddy giving you two racks a month and I'm not seeing any of it. Like you, I can't get a new pair of shoes. I That's can't get. Like if the dad is paying like two stacks, like you said, and like. Like basically all your bills is maybe paid for for the whole crib off of my child support. I can right. see how and I, not, and, and I have to suffer because it, and it'd be one thing if it was like I saw I felt like we were struggling, so I didn't ask. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I was asking because clearly we were okay, and then you're telling me no, and then it's like you can't ask me that. I'm taking your phone. Give me your phone. So I would I would really like to know a little more insight because I I feel like I fuck with the kid on this. I'm sorry. Look, the, the part of me is like, like if, if she did wasn't so worried about it. This is my thing because it could be two different things. I'm thinking in my head. If she's not worried about what's potentially going to happen per se, like because she maybe need that money, then just uh -huh. go let her look with the daddy if it's not that important. But is it important and you got to keep her on because that actually does fund your lifestyle from that one kid being child support now the flip side of it her dad could be on some fuck dude shit and literally be just trying to get custody her but he won't have to pay child support and he ain't gonna do shit either yeah. so that could be the case as well so it's just a little yeah. bit more you have to dig in because he could be poisoning in the pool some just for he don't have to pay child support because he don't want to pay yeah yeah no, that's real. No, that's absolutely real. Like I said, like I see both sides of it. Yeah. Well, shit, all three sides of it. You should just send her back. Send her. Send her with her daddy. I bet she. If, if he ain't a good parent, she'll be back. Yeah. And, and, and hey, that's what I tell when my coworkers. I, I, that's what I said. I said, let her try it out. You know, like with the dad and, and see. You but know, do some people need that child support money to survive? Is the question. Yeah, I, I like mean, if you well, said the two racks. In in this case, like the the my coworker had multiple kids with her ex husband, so it would be just cut off a little bit just because of the one. So I said, you know, I'm like, I get it. I was like, because it is like, you know, she does have many siblings, and I I know that kids like we all need certain different things. Maybe she needs a little more, you know, she has her own room. She has certain conversations. She has a little more attention. You know, you uh, and, and your dad, her dad's attention is as, as spread so thin as yours. Like, it's so many different things. Like, we all have to understand. Like, each kid is different, right? And so it's like, you know it reminds me of the McDonald's thing. Remember that McDonald's thing that happened where the dude, um, he only oh, bought yeah, the his kid. Yeah, he only had bought his kid food, and then right. it didn't, didn't seem like those other two kids are by him. 
that's what it felt like from the message. Yeah. The, so, oh, those other kids, some other kids definitely are not by him. That's that's what I got from it. Yeah, okay. But yeah, it says so no, 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 I, I, I definitely the most bread, and these kids is eating off of the bread he's spending, and maybe those yeah. are the two oh, kids no, are in the in the mix. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like how I read that text message, it was like that those were not his father, her father's kids, uh, or whatever. So I, I, I believe that, like you said, like, it's like, oh, go try it out. If it's good, then good. Like if it's, you know, not, you can come home. But sometimes people, you know, mamas begin, you know, Henri and, and I know that's not the word, but I like saying Henri, like, so, old. um, and, um, you know, they'll say shit like, oh, you can't come back here. It ain't no in and out. Um, ain't no you know, in and out. Like it's a club. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know, like, so depending on, depending on what that looks like and what that sounds like, I could see how they felt like, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. So I, I get it. Like I get both sides of it, but it's just also, it's like, well, what are we, if you know that. I could probably give my kids something, some of this. Like, let me just start putting this in an account. Like, I feel like have a conversation. Or if it's like, you know, like, especially with this person being 19, I feel like it's time it's to have a 16, 16, sorry. 16. Like, yeah. I know people don't like kids being in their business, but I was just, you know, like, okay, here's the breakdown of the bills. This is what I, this is my take home from work. And if you get help, if that person gets help from, you know, the other, the other daddy or whatever, or whatever, I would break it down to them. It's like, this is what the bills are in the house. This is how y'all, how much I have to spend on food for y'all. Uh, so this, you know, this covers whatever. So how about this? How about I put, you know, start putting a couple hundred dollars each time in an account for you that you have access to. But remember, do not spend all your money because once it's gone, it's gone. It is gone. I'm taking care of food. I'm gonna take care of food and the heat and the electric. I ain't got nothing. Yeah. Else. And and so yes, like, but also this goes like I have to buy your school clothes. I have to do this. So for for your weekend, your allowance and all this stuff, this is that. I'm not going to say oh you have to do chores or whatever like you i can i can meet you in the middle but you know like i would figure out some sort of happy medium where that person i'll, like, I'll break it down itemize it like all yeah. right so we, we go it's three of y'all kids divide the food up by three this is how much yep. you owe your itemized thing for your child support what you owe yeah and then you could have a rest, but I ain't giving you no extras if you want to. Yeah. If she wants to get have it like that, like like you can get a job, no or if I you want no car, no insurance, no none of that. You got it. Yeah, and then like if you want, if you want extra, like then I can, we can, we can negotiate that. Like so, it's either you do work around here, or you could go get a part time job, whatever the case may be. But I, I would try to, um, I would try to like have him understand what's happening in your house like but if you could walking around with like gucci bags and all that stuff i feel like okay you you pushing it because we do know people like that but it's also it's like okay if you were not here the two thousand dollars that we get would drastically shift everything yeah i'm trying to I'm, i just wonder who it is uh I, want, I just I just want to get some more. I would just like some little bit more information 
Yeah, I hate when they tell us half-ass stuff on the internet. Like, stop making us jump to conclusions. Like, I'm not always trying to have a dialogue and try to figure it out. Like, just tell us what the fuck it is and so we can talk about it. Like, okay, yeah, girl, you wrong. Or, okay, understandable. Because, like, sometimes, like, like you said, like, that can make or break some shit. And she just barely getting by with whatever she's getting. You know, like, what she making from work? And then you got yeah. these other kids. <sighs> so, what, did, did, they, did they ever say that McDonald's thing was fake? Was that did that come out to say that was fake? That whole thing was a skit I don't or something? They did because I feel like I saw something else like that similar with somebody else, and it was like same thing. It was like uh, something weird kind of happened where it was like the daddy was like on the same shit. Where it was like, I, why do I have to buy you all your kids' food? Like I bought my kid home from school, type deal. I don't know. Like y'all, that's a whole nother conversation than itself. So I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna front. If I was that dad in that McDonald's situation, you want to eat this McDonald's in the car? For, I mean, for I just don't. Yeah, I, I feel like that. Like well, we, gonna sit, well, we gonna sit on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Like we just gonna sit there and eat it together and chill out. Yeah, we won't I, have I, that. I like so many ways, cause like I can see how I see both ends of the spectrum. Dude, I see. But I'm saying if you didn't want it by everybody else, y'all need to go inside and sit in the McDonald's and eat. If you didn't want to have no, that's what no. I so no, I agree with you, but because what I'm saying is like I understand the daddy and I understand what the mama is saying. Especially yeah. if I'm always I'm the mama that's like I ain't got no McDonald's money, and then your sibling come in here. <laughs> like I got McDonald's and then y'all trying to jump on me for my food. Y'all got me fucked up. Like it's like that uh, Eddie Murphy job. I got McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, yeah, like you said, like it was almost kind of like you was intentionally trying to be funny and you might not have been, you know, but it's like, like you said, like just spend an extra moment with your kid, sit on the inside and keep it moving. Yeah, because you don't even have to even. And I mean, you know, and and sometimes, brothers and sisters, we know the treacherous people we dealing with. Yep, that is some self. You you know the type of dude you messing with, and you know yep. the type of woman. So part of me don't be feeling too sorry for people when they be getting jammed up. Sometimes because you, it's not like okay, I get it. If you was like eighteen, nineteen, and you was the first person that got jammed up with this person, but if you already see the track record of two, three other people going through the same BS. I can't yep. get mad. I can't. I can't empathize with you as much. That is a you problem. Especially if you number four or five. Uh, shout yep. out to. Uh, uh, I'm not even with uh, to with the Beyonce dancer that you uh, want to talk. But we can talk. That's our last baby moment. Uh, Would you like to go into this, or do you not want to broach this? Oh, they were saying that the nigga, one of the late, the late twins. Uh, Laurent has 37 kids. Now, I feel like 37 is... That's just very drastic. Like even more than one dude that uh, we called... Uh, what do we call him? Uh, Kidatron. He had like 20-some kids. He was out of uh, Mississippi, I think. Uh, this is... Man, oh, was that the one where that was on... Uh, had the bitch with all them kids and like the, the and it was like... I was thinking about the dude that was on Fix My Life and she had him trying to hold all them baby dolls and he couldn't hold them. Yeah, that's the same dude. That's the same dude. The original thing. Okay. Y'all, I haven't even in bring back Fix My Life because some of them episodes, who I'm like, y'all like, you, woo, baby. Now, now since we there, I Google list of people with the most children. Okay. 
There's a Wikipedia oh, from she is the daddy from she hate me on that list. The Anthony Mackie play. Oh no, this is just random people from like throughout time. Okay. So, I'm just trying to see somebody that might be like more modern. Is most of these are not in modern times though? It look like I'm gonna see. Let me do American. Cause you remember, you remember, you saying she hate me, right? Yeah. Yeah, I used to. Love, I love that movie. Oh, that was my I first introduction to Anthony Mackey, and I used to think Anthony Mackey was so cute. And then I heard how he'd be so mean in real life, low key. I was like, ew. But but I but I I kind of understand him being an asshole in public though. Because I can I see how that little kid, how he did that little kid the other week. He deserved it. That little kid deserved it. <laughs> see, look I'm only you. Captain America in the movies. I'm just trying to uh, get on the subway. <laughs> Dick, don't be like oh, that. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm. It's it's baby guy. Let me see. Yeah, I uh, ain't sure that he really has 37 kids. I feel like this is somebody just putting information out there because he dumped somebody, and so they in their feelings and they're hurt. So that's just a wild accusation to make about somebody. Do you think? Oh, somebody just putting it out there to try to. Um, yeah, I, I feel like so that girl just put that out there because her feelings was hurt. So he was like, oh. Uh, and, and maybe he does have a kid with her or whatever, but I just feel like that's just like just so far, like that's so left field to say, like that is wild. Oh yeah, okay, this is my dude, Dem Demond George. He's got thirty three children. Who is that? That's the dude. That's the, uh, this is the dude. Yeah, this is it's the same one uh, from Fix My Life. His name is Demond George. He got thirty three kids. I just will never forget her just in them her and them dolls. And and you know it may not be him. This is another, this is the one dude we talking about though. He has uh 33 kids by they he won't even list how many women is by. Cause I know the one that she hate me, it was like a lot of women because that he donated his sperm to. Right. This dude is just he's got relationships with all these tricks. Yeah. Tricks, chick, uh chicks, sorry. Uh <laughs> He showed he got pictures of his 33 children on this picture. Like I said, it's and they're all different shades, man, and colors. And <laughs> all different shades and colors. Yeah. Colors of the wind. Oh, so in this photo shoot, it's only 24 kids. Nine of the kids didn't make the photo shoot. It's only 24. Damn. Yeah, that's like, that's a lot. And he that's got them all wearing t-shirts with the legacy on it. You said what? He got, he got all his kids wearing these t-shirts saying the legacy. And I'm gonna need for y'all to stop with this legacy shit. Kids is legacy. Y'all know legacy doesn't is not limited to just children, y'all. I just want y'all to realize that. But I digress. And real talk, man. Like I mean, I've been talking, man. Legacy is some. The idea is that most people, most people are you you're you're gonna be forgot about in two generations, to be honest with you. And that's a hard pill to swallow to think about. Do you think people starting to forget about Martin Luther King and like Malcolm X? No, those are historical. I'm talking okay. about just in general, even if you were like the best block captain for the neighborhood and took care of everybody, in two to three gener two generations, you will be forgotten. No matter what you did, you had to be so big. Your legacy would have to be so big and monumental. You're still going to be forgotten. Yeah. Like, but that's also 
part of that too is contingent upon like your impact on people and if they keep it going. So that's a part of legacy. So like when we talk about certain things, certain conversations, certain like certain books, certain things, like it that that's when when I think about legacy, like that's what I think about, like the impact. Like what have you done? What has what did, did you do something that could have potentially shifted the culture a little bit? Right. You know, that's that when we think of legacy and, and so like that's in like the, the the grand scheme of things, right? But when I think of legacy, like I think of like when it comes to our family, like our family ties, like what did like when we went to our family reunion when I was in St. Louis, being able to hear the impact of like my great great you know grandmother's like legacy like that she wasn't my great that was my great grandmother, you know how things happen for our family the the changes that was made and and hearing those stories it's important to keep stuff like that alive like I, that's why I love you know telling stories connecting with people uh because it's like a, a dope way to sh you know to share different information and different stuff with people and so it, it people I, I think i think ladies i'm gonna say this the niggas that be like oh i want to have a kid because legacy run for them niggas <laughs> like run from them because they don't understand what legacy means because it goes so far beyond having a kid that potentially could hate you just keeping in the book. <laughs> like, I hate the world. I did not ask to be here, type nigga. Like, you do, like, it's just, it's so much bigger than that. Like, and that's, you know, I'm sorry, but Beyonce said it, like, you're part of something way bigger. Like, so what, that's up to you to figure out what that is. So, yeah. We've been here for an hour and a half, guys. Yeah, yeah. We gave you, we came back. <laughs> so, no, before we jump off, I'm looking at this statistic. Among men ages 20 to 29, 21.2% of white men, 24.9% of black men, 12.4% of Asian men, and almost 30% of Hispanic men are fathers between those ages. Damn. 20 and 29. So Hispanic men are 30%, 30% of Hispanic men between 20 and 29 have children. So every one yeah, out of, basically they, one they, out of three they, men. starting early. I'm like, woo, yeah, but that's a lot of religious stuff because they don't really, they so, they're so like religious, like yeah. they don't be believing in abortions. So, but think about, I mean, black men only 4% more than white men between 20 and 29 with children. Yeah. But only 1% of white, Asian, Hispanic men, 15 and 19 are fathers compared to 3% of black men at the same age. So, <laughs> We we gotta add two percent on. <laughs> you know, we got kids I, um, in nineteen. I think a lot of that probably. I would be interested to see a breakdown of uh, like the class system in all of those. Like where where are these people? Like what were they? Like were they in the hood? Were you in the suburbs? Like. Are you in a trailer park? Are you in like a project? Like, so yeah, I, I, I wonder what, the, yeah, like where's the disparities in that? Because that's still, I mean, that number is still high, but I feel like that's a lot of key factors into that too. 
Wow. Yes. 73. So overall, 73%, 73.4% of fathers are married. Yeah. Like the, that's that y'all be that and niggas just be so focused on that small. This is what I'm telling you. Well, I be telling you, I tell you all the time. I was like, Daryl, like it's just certain conversations we don't have because we don't relate. Like it doesn't come up on my timeline, and then I know the big the number is so much bigger. Yeah. Like when we talk about black people that get married, people be talking about black women that don't be getting married. I was like, well, how is it like 80 something percent of black people be getting get married? To other black people, too. To other black people. <laughs> how like where Yeah, 20% is high, like, of single people, things that happen. But I'm like, y'all forgetting about the other people that exist within this number, like the positive number. But people, like we said, like, it's the algorithm. It's the algorithm. Yeah. It's certain people that they, and people know who to pander to, to certain type of niggas, like, to say certain stuff. And people get their rocks off because their feelings is hurt. Damn, that's a, that's a hell of a, 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 a thing. 73 Point four percent of all fathers are married. Mm-hmm. That's a huge number. And then on top of it, twelve point nine percent are divorced. So that means that almost ninety percent of men have are either married or have been married. Yep. And have children. Don't. And then three point two percent are widowed. Okay. Yeah. See, such a small number. Yeah. But man, where we where can people hit you at up, Dom? Uh, y'all can find me on Instagram at St. Angeles and Whiskey Soured. Uh, and I also have my keep them subs going up for keep them subs going up over there for yeah, y'all give me to a, a thousand. Like I would like I don't know why this is so hard on the YouTubes. Like <laughs> I don't know. But uh yeah, and also I have my candle business. It's a go ahead. It's a conspiracy. I got a conspiracy theory about it, but okay. Um, and yeah, like I have my candle business pinged and all of that. It'll also be in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Uh that code will be early. I'm not gonna write something so long. I'll I'll text it to D so he can put it in there instead of the Aquarius code. <laughs> Because I was going to say early Black Friday. I'm just going to say, I'll say Black Friday or some shit like that or whatever. Month month Friday. Month Friday. There you go. Month Friday. So, yeah, that'll be there. So, y'all can, um, you know, experience the line, different scents that you might have been wanting to try. Um, so, yeah, that's all for me. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the Whiskey Sour podcast as well. And that's all I got today. All right. Well, thank y'all for listening as always. We will be back soon. Peace.